It was not an easy task when I first started coaching the women's basketball team at the University of North Carolina. In fact, the women's basketball program had never been in worse condition than it was in my first half decade here. UNC Athletic Director John Swafford hired me after the Francis Marion team that I had been coaching for 11 years won an NAIA National Championship in 1986. My first season coaching the Tar Heels went okay. We advanced to the second round of the NCAA tournament, but then several of our players graduated. The 1987 season was supposed to be my big recruiting year, but I invested much of my time working with the United States women's basketball team in the wake of head coach Kay Yow's breast cancer diagnosis, preparing the team for the 1988 Olympic Games in Seoul, Korea. Our next four seasons at UNC were dreadful. In four years, we posted a combined 45 wins and 68 losses, four straight losing seasons. Around this time, when the program was in its depths, a journalist from the Durham Herald Sun in Durham, North Carolina, wrote a story titled Black Cloud and Blue Heaven about how the program was struggling. I really felt like he was trying to get me fired. It was as if he was on a witch hunt or something. I still have the story today. I read it from time to time to remind myself that though tough times don't last, tough people do. I find it frugal to grow anger with the journalist or become bitter about people's potential perception of me. Actions like that just wear away at your personal happiness. Instead, I ended up befriending the journalist. I even took him to church with me at one point. I decided I'll try to make him my best friend. My mother always told me, kill them with kindness. I couldn't control what others said about me, but I could control the way I reacted to what they said. I could control my work ethic and my mentality. Everything else was out of my hands. Seven years later, after an NCAA national championship and two Sweet 16 appearances, the same journalist wrote a story titled, Born to Coach, the exact opposite of the article he had written more than a half century before. I share this story often with others, not to highlight my coaching abilities or the progression of the program, but because I think it demonstrates how vital it is for us in our daily lives to turn negativity into something positive, to find the good and the bad, to undergo personal transformation and adversity, and to allow challenges to enhance the story God is authorizing for our lives.